it's here in Psalms chapter number 111, uh, speaks of praising the Lord. Uh, verse number 1, Psalms chapter 111, we'll start there. And uh, Psalms 1, 1, 1, 1. And, uh, <laughs> all right, let's read in verse number 1. Praise ye the Lord. I will praise the Lord with my whole heart in the assembly of the upright and in the congregation. The works of the Lord are great, sought out of all them that have pleasure therein. His work is honorable and glorious, and his righteousness endureth forever. He hath made his wonderful works to be remembered. The Lord is gracious and full of compassion. He hath given meat unto them that fear him. He will ever be mindful of his covenant. He hath showed his people the power of his works, that he may give them the heritage of the heathen. The works of his hands are verity and judgment. All his commandments are sure. They stand fast forever and ever and are done in truth and uprightness. He sent redemption unto his people. He hath commanded his covenant forever. Holy and reverend is his name. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. A good understanding have all they that do his commandments. His praise endureth forever. As we look at this, we're going to take our text verse from verse number 1. But if you will see here in verse number 1, he gives us some instructions. He tells us to, in the first sentence, praise ye the Lord. Now, he says, I'm going to tell you why we need to praise the Lord. And you go down in verse number 2, he talks about the works of the Lord are great. They're sought out of all them that have pleasure therein. His works are honorable, verse 3. His works are glorious. His righteousness it will last forever. It endures forever. He hath made wonderful works to be remembered. The Lord, verse 4, his, the Lord is gracious and full of compassion. I'm thankful for the compassion of the Lord Jesus Christ. Because when he sees a room full of sinners, he doesn't turn his nose up at us. He doesn't say, no, I can't have compassion. He has compassion on every one of us. Regardless of our sin, he has compassion on us. Then he says in verse number 5, He that giveth meat to them that fear him, he will ever be mindful of his covenant. He showed his people the power of his works. Now, are we God's people? Now, I would say that more than likely he might have been talking about the Israelites. But would you say that God showed his works to the children of Israel. But if we read the Bible. The Bible says that we've been grafted in. So I am the children of God. So as much as God's done for the children of Israel. God has done for this child of God. Hey would you not agree. That the works of God. That he has done in our life. Are something to be proud of. Amen. Something that we can look back on. And say look what God. Has done for me. The works of God, hallelujah, the things that you and I have experienced, 
the things that you and I have seen, we will be able to pass down to our children and our grandchildren and talk about what God has done in our lives. We sit here today because somebody passed it on from that generation to the next generation to the next generation. We have this Bible in our hands because somebody passed it on from generation and told how good God has been to us. He showed his people the power of his works. Wow. I'm thankful for the power of God's works today. Look at verse number 7. The works of his hands are verity and judgment, and all of his commandments are what? Sure. Sure. What does that mean? That means there are, there are, there's nothing wrong with them. That means they're not going to change. They don't vary from generation to generation. The commandments that are here are the commandments that will stand forever. This word of God, the King James Bible, amen, will stand forever. And it's sure. And it's pure. And it will last forever. That's why, hey, these commandments God has given us are sure. And they stand for they, they stand fast forever and ever, is what he says in verse number eight. Verse number nine. He sent redemption unto his people. I uh, what is that song? It says, Redeem how I love to proclaim it. Redeemed by the blood of the Lamb. Redeemed through his infinite mercy. His child and forever I am. Redeemed, redeemed, redeemed by the blood of the Lamb. Guess what? I have been redeemed. This says that this, uh, the children of God have been redeemed. And he has sent us redemption. He sent his son so that he would die on the cross and pay for my sin and cover my sin. And cast my sin as far as the east is from the west. Because he redeemed me. He bought my redemption. And I could be glad in that. He said in verse number 10. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. A good understanding of all they that do his commandments and his praise. How long does it last? Forever. Forever. God says my praise will last forever. And I believe it is in the Bible. I, I believe it is. He says that if you won't praise him, then I'll let I'll, somebody will praise me. I'll make that rock praise me. If you won't, if you won't open your mouth and say how good God's been, somebody will. And this, this, uh, this chapter, he's telling us the precept number one, the precept for us. We need to praise God. He said, "Praise ye the Lord." And then he takes the next ten verses or eight or nine verses and tells us why we need to praise God. Would you say that those nine verses are some pretty good things that we've got to praise God for? Amen. Whew! Man, oh man, God's been good to us. You know, not we need to praise God today. We need to praise God today. We've been exhorted to praise God in this text. The world, it may not be so sure about praising God, but we ought to be sure about praising God. And we ought to honor God for what he's done and how he's done. Spurgeon said this about praising God. Do it now. Do it always. Do it heartily. Do it, do it unanimously. Do it eternally. Much of the world only mentions God in profanity. We need to mention God all the time for what he's done. This psalmist, this psalmist says that we ought to praise 
God. And he says it over and over again. Why? Why we need to praise God. What illustrations for us to praise God for. But then he also says, he gives us a precept, which is uh, kind of like a, a commandment. He says here, praise you, Lord. But number two, he gives us a passion to praise God. In verse number one, he says, I will praise the Lord with my what? Whole heart. Not some of it. Not a little piece of it. But my whole heart. This praise is not an empty, meaningless uh, song. This praise is not an empty, meaningless, uh, you know, ah, the same exact thing over and over and over again. This is something that is meaningful and from the heart. You know what I love? I love my girl, the girls aren't in here, are they? I love to listen to them sing. You know why I love to listen to them sing? Because they sing from the bottom of their heart. Amen. And they may not always hit the right note. And they may not always sound like, wow, man, they we got to sign them to a contract somewhere. But do you know what? They sing from the bottom of their heart. That's right. And they are singing because they love Jesus. That's the kind of wholeheartedness that God is talking about here in this day. I will praise God with my whole heart, with everything I've got, with every, I mean, just give it your all and praise God for it. I mean, we, as, as we've sang the song tonight, that uh, because he lives, I can face tomorrow. We don't know what tomorrow holds. I don't even know what next week may hold for my family. But I know this, that God is real. And the works that God has done in my family and my life and the praise that he's answered, I've got something to praise God for. I've got something to shout for. And when it comes, I need to praise God with everything I've got. Amen. With my whole heart. Not just, oh, here we go again. You know, hey, there's a lot of these hymns I can sing without even looking at them. And so do you know what I can do? I can sing them. I can sing them meaningless. I can. And so can you. Because you sing them so much. Is that lip service? Then it becomes lip service. And it becomes just doing it out of what a, uh, petition, repetition. And it becomes something that's not real. It becomes something that's fake. And it's not praising God with your whole heart. And I mean it when I say this. That song, Because He Lives, I'm telling you what. Because He lives, I can face tomorrow. Because He all fear is gone because I know, I know he holds a future and life is worth the living just because he lives. We don't understand it all, but life is worth the living. Why? Just because he lives. When that song says, I serve the risen Savior, he's in the world today. We need to praise God with our whole heart. And can I be honest with you? 
There are times I've sung those songs and they were empty. And I didn't mean, I, come on. I know I can't be alone there. Because I know them. I don't know all of them by heart, but I know a lot of them by heart. <clears throat> May we never become so empty in our praise. May it always be real. May it always be true. May it always be truly worshiping God. The Bible says we to worship God in spirit and in truth. Yes. And to truly worship God and praise God for all he's done, we need to do it with everything that's within us. He said we need to praise God. He said we need to there's a precept that he set out before us that we need to praise God. We need to praise God with passion. I love to see passion in service for God. I love it. I love it. And lastly, and then he says in verse 1, we need to praise God in places. You say, what do you mean places? Look, in verse 1, he said, I will praise God with my whole heart in the where? Assembly. assembly of the upright and in the congregation. Where, we, where do we need to praise God at? In church. We need to praise God. In the sanctuary, as it says, in the assembly of the upright. Many churches may not always be filled with always upright people. But God has given us a chance to worship God and worship Him in the assembly together. That's why it's so important that when we come together and we get a chance to sing before God, that we lift our voices up and praise God for what He has done. These songs that we sing, as I've said before, they're not for me. They're not for anybody in this auditorium. They're for God. That we sing the songs for Him. And worship Him for all that He's done. Praise God in the upright. Praise God in the assembly of the of the upright in the sanctuary. This is a crowd. This is a crowd, and a place uh, will be much place for praising God. So He says we need to worship the Lord in the sanctuary, but also in who else? Where else? In the congregation. What does that mean? In society. We need to praise God in society. This is talking about the, 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 the place we live, the place that we go. This is a group of people, not necessarily that uh, agree with us, not necessarily that will praise God with us, but we need to praise God wherever we go. You know, sometimes God will lead you to the person in the store to praise God with, huh? You ever been there? And let me tell you what God's done for me. Well, and they get a benefit of you sharing what God's done for you. Sometimes it's God allows them to get saved, allows them to bow their head and trust Christ because you share what God's done in your life. How important is it as a Christian that we share God outside of these four walls? Because it's important that we praise God in it. But it's important we praise God out there. But the song says, shout it from the housetops. 
proclaim it from the mountaintops. Uh, we've got to tell the world that Jesus saves outside in society. What do we say? What do our mouths say? What do our lives say? Let's praise God. Praise God. Pre, uh, the precept is to praise God. That we need to praise God with action. And the places we need to praise God are in the place, the assembly of the upright, and in the congregation. As we approach this holiday, praise God. Thank God. Thank God for what he's done. Let's pray. Lord, I thank you for tonight. I thank you for what you've done in my heart. I pray that you'll help me to praise you like I ought to in the sanctuary and in society. Lord, I pray that you'll help each and every person in here tonight to do the same. 